0: Good evening. It's Tuesday, October 25th, eleven nineteen p.m., and you are listening to The Peach Pit After Dark, the one podcast covering The Peach Pit, a Flophouse review podcast. Tonight's episode will focus on Flophouse Mini 63, The Peach Pit, so it's recommended that you listen to that first. Before we get started, let me introduce our guests. Right out of the gate, we have the man with the plan, and the plan ain't pretty. Dan McCoy. Hey, Dan McCoy, thanks for joining Hi. us. Is
1: this how you do it at the Peach Pit? You tell the actual date and time that we record the show? Is that a thing that the this standard is how for the we Peach do it Pit? on
0: the Peach Pit after okay. dark? Sorry to interrupt you, Dan. You okay. are the guest in this house. I just want to make sure that the listeners weren't confused and thought that we we're they were listening to the Peach Pit. This is the Peach Pit after dark no that is confusing thank you for clarifying no problem and uh we have we have some more guests uh the next one of <laughs> course it's the motor-mouthed maniac of new york himself <laughs> elliot Kalen. elliot thanks for coming
2: thank you so much for having me Stu. i've always wanted to be on the peach pit after dark my favorite after show after show podcast thank you. Yes, now, Stuart, you said we have notice some- how quickly i grasped the concept as <laughs> yeah. opposed to dan who stumbled his way through it. No, Dan I grasped stay, the concept. Hey, Dan, Dan stay beautiful. Stay beautiful. I, I realized that this was a whole separate
1: <laughs> line rather than a special within the, the peach pit. Also, you said that we have more guests. So beyond Elliot, thank you, who...
0: Thank you so much for setting this up, Dan. Yes, that's right. <laughs> okay. Let me introduce our last guest for this episode. That's the information broker to the movie Jokers. That's right. Spaghetti Jones is here, everybody. <laughs> what? Oh,
2: yeah! Thanks for having me here, everybody. Uh, it's great to uh, it's great to come back to uh, my, my one of my favorite podcasts. I actually like this one more than the Peach Pit and more than the Flophouse.
1: House. Well, I <laughs> thank you so much for joining, Jones. Us. Yeah. Was I? I'm sorry, Mr. Jones. I really apologize. Well, thanks, thanks
2: for nothing, Dan.
1: <laughs> I thought that this was a character that Stuart was introducing for the first time, but now I recall that of course he's the beloved. Uh, what was he? He 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 he's both a robber and. Uh, He's like I'm a like,
2: I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a shoeshine boy who also informs about movies. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. and occasionally robs banks, if I'm correct, right? So, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> but that's you. you know that's uh, you know I don't like to advertise that that yeah. part of my uh, resume. <laughs> S- certainly, yeah, you wouldn't want to. <laughs> it's not on your cover
1: letter, I'm, but you do advertise that you are an informant, which means that <laughs> people, you know, we get mad at you. Uh, about are aware of your,
0: movies though right yeah,
1: it's not like you're informing. You're he's criminals. more of a publicist <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: i guess that's a kind of less dramatic way to describe what i do and uh, let's not forget the shoe shining Mm-hmm now uh i hope this is a rough approximation of my voice i gotta admit i kind of i'm not fully sure exactly how i talked before No. Nope. i remember there was a certain amount of mispronunciation but i don't mm. i don't really remember exactly too many of the other details about my own voice which is strange <laughs> i must have gotten knocked on the head with a coconut earlier yeah, tonight
0: it's, it's quite possible well uh despite that injury i'm glad that you made it here spaghetti jones now let's just jump right into it guys um my first question for uh, the three of you, uh, mainly Dan and Elliot here, is uh, when I, Stuart Wellington, uh, host of the Flophouse, host of mm-hmm. the Peach Bit, host of the Peach Bit After Dark, yeah. when I came to you with the premise for the Peach Bit as a Flophouse mini, what was your initial reaction? <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I think, I think I you know did what I normally do, which is sort of project my attitudes about a project onto others. And I thought to myself, that sounds complex. Uh, I wouldn't like to do it. So Stuart (laughs) probably won't actually do this idea.
0: Okay. That's, I mean, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Elliot, do you, uh, do you have any feedback here? I don't actually remember being presented with the idea beforehand,
2: uh, but I thought, you know what, Stuart, he's taken me on a lot of joy rides. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Metaphorically, I've been blindfolded in the back of his late model van many times and he's always brought me to a great destination rather than a basement mm. and so uh I was like okay let let's let him loose let's take him where we're going to go and I don't think I was disappointed was I spaghetti no you loved it
1: and to be fair I've been in some great basements too in my time so I went in college I, I saw a lot like,
0: of I saw a lot of shows in basements yeah. and I played ping pong in a basement or two <laughs> Uh, now, just I, I
2: think I'm. You know what I'm bringing it to it. My new my new frame of reference as a California resident in Los Angeles. There's very few houses with basements because of earthquake danger. So here, uh, if you take some taking some to a basement is slang for I'm going to bury you in the foundation. No, no, of my I house. catch your drift. Oh. I
1: just didn't want to. You know, be there. There's some. There's some great
0: basements out there. You're yeah, right. There keep, might be keep some on, basements keep it listening. On, basements.
2: <laughs> we don't <laughs> want to offend our basement listeners. And how
0: often do you? How often do you come across that slang, Elliot? In your day-to-day life.
2: um, In LA, almost daily.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Anytime you're trying to park or I don't know what, go to- Yeah, anytime uh, you're trying to
2: parkour, yeah.
0: (laughs) Anytime you're trying to parkour- (laughs) yeah. You start threatening hey, people.
2: Hey, get off of my aerial or I'm gonna take you to my basement.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Every time so I try bu- to parkour, I uh, end up at the hospital.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that's too bad. Is it the hospital located in District B thirteen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: think it's be- it's but it's because you love to entertain the sick children there. You you hop over that's roofs right. and through fences to get there and entertain them. I
1: have a mistaken belief that the best medicine is Fancy walking.
2: <laughs> so, uh, not to- As not opposed to, to <laughs> casual walking, which is Christopher walking.
0: Yeah.
2: And not fancy walking his billionaire brother <laughs> who wears a tuxedo
0: and, <laughs> and is often at fancy galas. Or the country yeah. version, walking in Memphis. <clears> <sighs> <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, so- just uh, to clarify, uh, if this is your first time tuning into the Peach Pit After Dark, this which is a podcast. This is a podcast <laughs> where we talk about and review an episode of the podcast, The Peach Pit, which is a podcast that reviews <laughs> an episode of the Flophouse Podcast. Okay. Okay following yeah okay so
1: what episode okay. of the peach pit are we <laughs> reviewing
0: we are reviewing the episode of the peach pit that reviews the episode of the flop house covering amityville in space uh-huh. that can be <laughs> okay. found in the feed of the sure. flop house flop house yeah. mini number 63 okay. So, so, this, is, so this, is of,
2: this is the middle of Pitober Pittober, <laughs> uh the month when the peach pit Talked about mm-hmm. October episodes,
0: mm-hmm. the, the and now when month. we
1: talk about the movies of the of Pitoff. that was when mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie Chang was on the show to talk about Catwoman. That's actually true. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the big uh, one of the big things talked about in uh, this episode of the Peach Pit, of course, was the celebration, the celebrate the anniversary, mm. fifteen years, guys. And let's mm-hmm. uh let's take us back there. Oh, well, the screen is being shared. For those
2: at home, Stuart is sharing his screen. Mm-hmm. The image hasn't come up for me yet. I've got but the it. words. It, Stuart Wellington has appears, share, started screen it sharing. It appears to be the screen. episode.
1: Intriguing. Flophouse Mini Sixty Three: The Peach Pit. I was weird that this <laughs> entirely different show is in the feed for our show, but
2: <laughs> that it was it was it's the it's the podcast equivalent of when that uh that uh. That Max Headroom guy hacked into mm-hmm. that local television feed and just said a lot of weird things, and they never caught him. And now he's the president of the United States. That's right. I can now reveal that was Joe Biden that pulled off the famous Max Headroom television hack.
0: Now, while you guys were talking, I was playing a
2: clip from Not a the- big response to me finally <laughs> pulling the Max Headroom mask off of one of America's most notorious <laughs> vis- video hackers. All right. Sorry, well, uh, I can only assume our listeners are, are peeing all over themselves in surprise, Stuart. but you guys are taking it very, very well, stoically. Well, I'm interested
1: in the actual thing that Stuart's about to tell us.
2: <laughs> all well, right. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, you know what? Deep Throat, don't reveal yourself. I'm, t- I'm too busy Wait, no, going to this Deep carnival. Was,
0: uh, so... so uh, Jimmy <laughs>
2: Hoffa's body, I don't need to know where you
0: are. I'm about
2: to go watch TV. I, mean, I don't need to know where Jimmy Hoffa's body is.
0: <laughs> now with that attitude. Stu, you were saying? So while, uh, while you were talking about that, I was uh, attempting to share audio on yeah. my end. And I'm assuming uh, that happened or didn't happen.
1: It didn't happen. That's why we kept it, talking no, it, through the it entire didn't thing. Happen It didn't either,
0: yeah. happen at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think it's probably a good time for me to double check my Zoom settings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, because it played perfectly fine for me. And I'm sure it, is it showing you the image of my screen? Yes. Yeah. Okay, but it won't actually make the sound. I That's don't confusing. hear the noise. No, I haven't well, heard it. Ends. There we go. Okay. And here, uh, just to prompt you guys again, mm. this is talking about celebrating 15 years of the Flophouse. And... Resume. So Dan, it's uh, it has been 15 years for you as you are the creator, founder, uh, genius behind the <laughs> flop house. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, how do you feel about this little house you've constructed? Uh, yeah, I guess I feel
1: good. Yeah, mm. I mean, like it's definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect actual success when I started it. I have to, I have to say, so I, I feel good about what it. What did you expect? I don't know. I Look, I was throwing a lot of stuff against the wall back then, trying to like figure out how to make some kind of showbiz career. And I guess so and that's, what, that's what happened. I made some kind of showbiz career. Mm-hmm.
0: And you mm-hmm. made a showbiz career, right? Uh, now, the question <laughs> is, Dan, thinking about it now, what would you do differently if you could go back 15 years and do this whole podcast thing all over? uh j- like just the podcast decisions no other decisions no you could you could change all this i mean this is a safe space you can mm. talk about everything mm-hmm. mm. we're
2: after dark dan
0: yes so was there a, like a hitchhiker I like you a ran a over and- alman- almanac of some kinds with me uh sure yes you do have a sports <laughs> okay. almanac uh well, what would your version of the biff first be dan uh, you know, you know how they have those
1: casinos and the Biffverse and whatever. I, like, I think yes, mm-hmm. I of course, yeah, it would be more of kind of a Ducktales uh, themed amusement park. <laughs> that would be the dystopian, <laughs> well, all right, Hill Valley, the
2: Duckstopian future yeah. that Dan McCoy is putting together. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, the podcast would be the same though, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the, no, that's the, my point. Yeah, <laughs> my point is, I would, uh, I would go back and I would make a lot of money
1: in some other endeavor. So that I didn't suck the life out of the the creative things in my in my life. Not this podcast. I want to make it clear, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about other stuff. The the in You're talking about the
0: peach pit after dark.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh okay. my I just want to keep my love of comedy intact so I could do this podcast as a hobby while I was independently wealthy.
0: <laughs> that sounds great. Elliot, what changes might you make to your life? If I
2: went back fifteen years?
0: Uh-huh. Um if you say don't ever do the flop house in the first place, I would be impressed. Uh, why would that impress you? That's a curious. curious. <laughs> because it, because it's a wild way to make everyone mad at you. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true.
2: Yeah, I'm, I don't. I'm I'm slowly evolving into a heel as I get older, but I'm not that much of a heel yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think probably uh, I would. There's some outside of work things that I would pursue more, but the flop house, I'd just keep doing it the same way I do it. Maybe I'd I'd try to get us to uh put more into publicity, put more effort uh mm-hmm. into publicizing mm-hmm. the flop house. But you know what? We're doing great. Like sky riding and stuff or and in, in this in this world, survival is success. So yes, sky writing, yeah, skywriting. Yeah. Uh, probably we probably put fortunes in fortune cookies. Uh that were like, you will listen to the flop house. That kind we of You probably
1: could have gotten professional earlier, although arguably we're still not there. So that's mm-hmm. another change we could have done. I uh,
2: guess I mean doing it for not waiting, what was it, seven or eight years to start
0: charging money <laughs> to do the show was, was mm-hmm. somewhat of a mistake, but yeah, just putting it out there for everyone. Uh, I probably would not have recorded every episode for the first 10 years very drunk. <laughs> Maybe eight years. No, I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, don't it listen like, to the early was... episodes. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I'm a different I mean, man. I, I feel <laughs> like
2: there must be some episodes in the first eight to 10 years that are the, that you can listen Yeah, to.
1: the honest answer is there's probably plenty of things I said back then that I wouldn't stand behind now. <laughs>
0: yeah you're like donald trump's gonna be the best president ever et cetera. cetera. i think i think i'm yeah i think i'm
1: on record with my feelings about that although
0: there was that time where i was i made a joke during the gi joe rise of cobra episode and i said that the american people would never elect a leader with that crazy of a haircut and that Mm -hmm. was proven incorrect incredibly wrong oh man you you had to
2: eat those words it's your fault Uh, that we got a man that is a because America bitter, said,
0: Oh, yeah, we'll show you mm-hmm. a bitter meal, the broccoli rob of meals. So, uh, on this episode of The Peach Bit, there was a moment where Stuart made a reference joke in one direction, and Dan and Elliot decided to go in a different direction. Let's mm. listen. Uh, it's you know what? I'm, re- I'm upgrading it to volcanic, it's as hot as you can get. Oh, again. wow, wow. smoking <laughs> somebody stop me, smoking okay. like aces. So, um... If your aces are smoking, please call the Hoyle Company and complain. Yeah, stop
1: playing your Texas Hold'em or whatever it is, you know. Drop those. Don't hold them. Yeah. Drop those
0: cards. So... I decided to go in the mask direction. Mm-hmm. You guys went smoking aces. Now, which <laughs> reference do you think uh, is more appropriate for the Flophouse listeners? Which, which I feel like the mask is a little more common, smoking aces like a, is a little like more a, niche.
2: It feels like a false choice. Yeah. I don't think that we need to, I don't think either
1: of those I think choices both is, jokes
0: is inappropriate. Re-
1: registered and were appreciated by the audience. Mm-hmm. I also. How many times
0: have you seen both of those movies?
1: <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. I would say that I've seen The Mask maybe two and a half times, and Smoking Aces once. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: And I would say, I would say, I, as a kid, I probably watched The Mask, I don't know, six times. And smoking times, Aces, yeah. I have never seen. Now, okay, it's a movie that for me is only a only a poster. Is
1: this? Are you? You know, is there an implication here, Stuart, that this was a superior reference because it was. Because here's the here's the, here's my secret the, the my secret to not succeeding in comedy I have always had a stubborn belief that the stranger less accessible reference will be funnier uh, which has you know led me to, <laughs> to where I am today sort of a middle tier broadcaster uh it's
2: it's why it's why i think i there was a there was a big hullabaloo over at uh the daily show when you were working there uh when you you pushed so hard for that toxic avenger for president running (laughs) campaign Mm. that you wanted to have appear at least twice a week on the show Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. people were like i just don't think anyone really remembers that much about the toxic avenger (laughs) and dan was like that's the point that's the point. And then, once we've got their interest, we turn it into the Toxic Crusaders,
0: the <laughs> cartoon show, which is even more obscure. Yeah, that was an interesting choice, Dan. You didn't share that with our with our listeners. I, Do you want to elaborate any more on this well, Toxic that, Avenger that thing? Just, as far as I know, a made up story. <laughs> uh, although, you know, <laughs> as
2: far as you know, that was a very that was. Are you being interviewed by a by a party? That was a very covering your base. My bases memory answer. is
1: very bad, Elliot, uh, but. I do want to say this. Uh, listening back to this episode of the Peach Pit, um, Alex is doing a great job producing. Like in, with oh, these nice wow. headphones on, it yeah. sounds crisp. Everyone sounds
0: different. It, like
1: there's a, yeah. there's
0: a feeling of dimensionality to the sound. Love it. So yeah, uh, Dan's referencing Alex Smith, who is the producer on the uh, the Peach Pit After Dark, as well as the Peach Pit and the Flophouse, as well as many other shows, uh, some of which bed. you may hear later. Um, the next question of course, goes for Mr. Spaghetti Jones. And the question is, <laughs> h- how is how's your podcast Curly's Corner going?
2: Yeah, uh, unfortunately, I had to take a short break from uh, Coily's Corner. Uh, <laughs> that was the, that's my podcast. And, uh, <laughs> You know, just a lot of things going on in my personal life, and I just couldn't uh, – and I now that I'm remembering more what uh, spaghetti sounds like, it's mm-hmm. uh, just – you know, I think I might get back to it. But now, it's just been a busy time. It's been a busy time for Spaghetti Jones and you Coyle's mentioned Coiner.
0: You mentioned problems in your personal life. I think this might be the right time to address – are you ready to address the public allegations that have been made against you, Spaghetti Jones? Uh, I'm not
2: not familiar with any uh, allegations uh, that might have been made against me. It seems uh, so. <laughs> I just feel <laughs> I don't like know what
0: you're talking about. I feel like you should. Uh, w- we should talk about them here on air, as opposed to dodging them entirely. <laughs> this might. This is a safe space for you, Spaghetti Jones.
2: <laughs> I mean, it would be a safe space if uh, people weren't ambushing me already with these uh, with these questions. <laughs> you, sure. Well, what do you want to talk about? I'm an open book. I'm an open. I'm an informant. I'm an open book. I tell people all the time. So I'm always uh, do whatever. Well, and. So Sometimes I rob banks, but what's that, wow. what, are you, what, are these, what are you saying about me?
0: Your silence is deafening. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Spaghetti Jones. <laughs> I mean, We're going to continue the show.
2: <laughs> Was that my time? I need mm-hmm. it to finish? That's your
0: time. Would you, do you have anything you'd like to plug? <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> I guess wow. the return of uh, Coily's Corner, uh, the, <laughs> my my podcast, which I guess I have to put out to clear my name, <laughs> uh, against <laughs> allegations that may or may not exist based on <laughs> things that never, certainly never happened Uh uh, can you give me one clue as to which specific of the many allegations leveled against me? So the
0: next, <laughs> You're uh, referring to? The next thing I want to talk about in uh, this recent episode of The Peach Bit, of course. Sorry, yeah, Curly, sure. we got to move on. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. of course, there's a moment of Star Wars talk and let's get right into it. There's sex. I
2: know, I know Dan, I know, Dan, that you would rather be a modern day George Lucas and go back and fix what you think are problems mm. with the original, which are really what people love about it. I see. But you know, maybe maybe <laughs> you want to insert a scene with Jabba the Hutt that there's really no point for because it's just repeating information that was in the Greedo scene. But what uh, if
1: someone steps on his tail and his eyes bug out all funny? Yeah. Uh, what,
2: if, what if what if the power dynamic that's being established between Han Solo, smuggler afraid of his life, and Jabba the Hutt, incredible crime lord, uh, it, a member of the, the band, the Incredible Crime Lords? Uh-huh. Uh, what if that was also for a, a moment, member of the family, complete-
0: The Incredibles? Mm.
2: Yeah, what if that was just in completely ignored and uh, and he stepped on his tail, thus uh, having Han Solo, I guess, put Jabba in his place for a moment mm-hmm. with no punishment whatsoever? Yeah, you want to do that, that kind of thing with small timber, small vember. And you're like, oh, I always meant it to be small timber. So I guess I'll go back and change it so that me as an old man is happy, even though it's making millions of fans around the world unhappy. That's how you feel about it?
0: So is this the first time that we have ever talked about Star Wars on the Flop House? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any other ones.
2: I actually, actually, just to just to to break kayfabe for the moment. Uh, two things: one, I was looking for the word undercut when I when, during that, and I just mm-hmm. it just wasn't coming into my head. But uh, that's what I should have said: I undercut the the menace, the power dynamics. But also, someone today was telling me how much they loved our routine about Luke Skywalker. And the people on Tatooine, assuming that he killed his aunt and uncle, and then fled uh, to escape punishment uh, in, after the events of the first Star Wars. Was, was that one which, of those
0: bits that I started and then it's like, I'm so. going to take this ball and r- run a marathon Exa- with it.
2: Exactly what happened is Stuart, was, uh, Stuart picked up that diamond and said, what is this? And described it. And then I snatched it from his hands and ran away and put uh, it in my
0: own personal bank. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the uh, D-gall to your Smeagol. <laughs>
2: You're the you're the, the, the uh Jack Kirby to my Stan Lee. We were like, look at this cool idea and I'm like, Yeah, yeah, it's mine now. I own it. Anyway, goodbye.
0: <laughs> uh I feel like uh we t- for a non specifically tagged Star Wars podcast, the flop house and the peach pit talk about Star Wars quite a bit. Uh
1: yeah, we're white men in our middle age. What are you talking I mean, about?
2: <laughs> to, at, at this point, Star Wars is possibly the closest thing America has to a shared common culture.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's kind of, kind of what, what the
2: Bible was to the 18th sure. and 19th century. <laughs> yep. And what, um, I don't know what would it have been in the, in the, in the first half of the 20th century what a uh,
1: what do you got? A, you a got shared like,
2: uh, a shared vision of democracy was when, in the second half of the 20th century. When Little Nell Bowl died
1: Wars. and everyone cried ab- about it.
2: Yeah, just all those all those people on the waiting on the docks for that ship to come in from George Lucas's private <laughs> island, asking, "Is Jar Jar still around? What happened to
0: Jar Jar? Tell <laughs> us. We yeah. can't
2: wait for you to unload the the manuscripts of Star Wars."
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> Nobody ever talks about Big Nell.
0: Or uh, nobody talks about the boy in the bubble anymore. And the baby with the baboon. Or the balloon. The balloon. It was the boy in the balloon. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: what business is magical and magical is art or science is magic and magic is art. How does that sound? Now go? we're
1: just reciting lyrics. And I see that Stuart is hovering over some sort of
2: <laughs> uh, other <laughs> clip. So, what an amazing, to- <laughs> what amazing segue would be if this was a part of the episode where we talked about Paul Simon. <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it would it would be
0: amazing. Partly because I'm not particularly familiar with the works of Paul Simon outside mm. of, I guess, his hits. Dan, I'm assuming, is into all the deep cuts and B sides of Paul Simon's catalog. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but I had some of his, you
1: know, his early solo albums. Uh and I, you're, uh, this, like, you're, really you're, funny you're to t- say about like, review us, You took us down Paul Simon Drive, Stuart, and I wasn't prepared. <laughs>
2: I, Wait, to I, be, I, I I I, be ditch. Point, I, I pointed at Paul Simon Drive and said, hey, what's down there? And then Stuart jerked the wheel over <laughs> to head straight down
0: it. Unfortunately, what was there was a brick wall. <laughs> it's okay. The thing is that that's we can chalk that one up to a whoopsie. And whoopsies are a big part of the <laughs> the peach pit. Uh-huh. And so we're going to talk about probably the the biggest whoopsie of the night. That's right. Grease jeans. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> that was not from
1: Grease ge- Greasy, g- greesus, Jesus. That was not from Jesus Christ. Super crystal. No. What you
2: trying to say? Jesus Christ, super crystal, and you said greesus jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: greesus <genes>, jeans, Dan. Mm. <laughs> so take us, take us back there. What was going on in your head? <laughs>
1: well, I, ne- I If you listen, I never actually said Grease's jeans, but I did go along what with What did you Allie. say? Grease's jeans? I what, said did you, what was Grease's it? Basis?
2: Jesus. Grease's Jesus? All right.
1: We, I, I, so I guess that was my whoopsie. <laughs> what I, yeah, no, I was trying to get to. What, what, you, what Dan was trying to say was greasy Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> less popular. I had a harder time finding followers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have a good time on what this if, podcast. What if I just started talking during the clips and then the listener wouldn't know whether what level of reality they were currently in?
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that would be kind of fitting for tonight. So the I mean, if, if anyone listening knows
2: what level of reality they're on, I would <laughs> I would so much appreciate the help in that. So please write in and tell us what level of reality we're currently at. Because every day I think I've got it, and it turns out
0: I'm way off. So we keep getting emails about uh, about the Church of Greasy Jesus, mm. <laughs> and so I have to ask Dan, have you have you been have you been have saved
1: I, yet? Have I been thinking about turning it into a real religion? Mm-hmm. For the yeah, tax have you heard breaks? the oily news?
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, I we could you know well. What if we were sort of a benevolent Scientology? I was gonna say we could be like a figure <laughs> like L. Ron Hubbard, but you know, there's a lot of horrible stuff. What if we like started kind of just like a religion that was just a place for uh, you know people to hang out after work? <laughs> I mean, I, think,
2: I mean, I think a benevolent religion is what Jesus tried to do, and it kind of got yeah, out of his control yeah, well, at a certain his, point.
1: his mistake was. He died are you sacrificing everything. Like <laughs> not the first time he died. He didn't not the first time he died. Like when he died, that part kind of like made his name. But then when he le- uh-huh. but then when he left after he came back, that was the mistake. I mean, because then it was in our hands. So we kinda messed with <laughs> I it. I like the
2: I like I don't think technically that that uh, that you know priests would say that he died at that point when he went to heaven but i like the idea that jesus died and then he came back and was like see and then someone <laughs> shot him <laughs> or like he was like see i redeemed everybody and then he he got in a car and right. the car you know just hit a truck or something like that that he that uh, he, he had a whole big plan that, I just that get paid i think off. yeah, yeah it's like a final
0: destination i
2: think you know <laughs> you think, wait so wait actually i want to i want to follow Stuart's thinking here that that so, so the ultimate Final Destination story is Jesus's because he did die on the cross and then escaped mm-hmm. death and came back. Uh-huh. And that Tony Todd then followed him around, mm-hmm. I guess, waiting for, for uh, the elaborate death traps to finally catch him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Tony Todd was there to provide, like, knowing color commentary but not actually do anything bad. He's not a no, bad no, guy.
2: No.
1: no. <laughs> Here's my uh, problem. I think that the issue is kind of, like, how the Constitution was written a long time ago and then we're like, uh, we can't change it because – We've decided that this document is perfect for no particular reason. Uh, Likewise. And against
2: the explicit wishes of the people who wrote the original document. Yeah. He
1: said,
0: please change this. So, I think, yeah, that, I mean, just like Star Wars,
1: Bible wise, we haven't been doing our like regular updates. Like, we should be on version, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, 2.0, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you keep getting
0: this notification in the upper right hand corner of your screen. And you're like, what's this big mm. well, red exclamation point for? I'll I, I never try to check. set
2: it up. I, I plug my Bible in at night, I leave it turned on, and it doesn't. <laughs> like all update. you get is a, a fire. It, it tells me. <laughs> 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 you burned your house down, and then I gotta down. get a new one, and the new <laughs> one still doesn't have the, the most recent iOS. Yeah,
0: you know all this talking about uh, <laughs> all this talking about religion makes me think about. Me have you guys ever tried? Hungry. Have you guys have you guys <laughs> tried microdosing? Oh, <No. laughs> that's great because our show today is uh, our show today. Of course, that means the Peach Pit After Dark is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. That's right, Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Uh, You know, I'm a user, Dan's a user, Elliot, uh, I'm sure has considered it. um, And for me, it is a great way to wind down at the end of the night. It makes me a little more creative and helps me sleep better. Um, I should probably
2: use it. I should get around to it.
0: uh, Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code FLOP to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in our show description. And again, that's microdose.com, code FLOP. Daniel?
1: Uh, And we're also sponsored by HelloFresh. Time to cozy up and save money by cooking at home. Fall is a perfect time to experience the delicious taste and unparalleled convenience of HelloFresh. Subscribe to HelloFresh and check save money off your fall to-do list. HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than takeout. And less expensive than grocery shopping too. HelloFresh is now offering vegan recipes on the menu every week, made without animal products of any kind, like dairy, meat, eggs, or honey. Enjoy meals like sweet chili tofu bowls or spicy coconut curry stir fry. Um we had some HelloFresh uh here Chez moi, uh recently. I turned it that was I turned it into Miss yep. Piggy for a second.
2: Yep. Uh-huh. Um and oh, chamois. I thought you said chamois. like yeah. a like a sham-wa. like a rag that would use to yeah to clean a not, car.
0: Not to not to interrupt and throw us off track, but Miss Piggy definitely in my uh in my celebrity hall pass category. Okay, well, I'll <laughs> let
1: Frank Oz know, um, and he can.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know. dig Okay. Up extra public. Do do. Um. It. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Hello don't Flesh call my bluff. I'll lo- do it.
0: Love this in the middle. This,
2: no. Uh, now I meant Frank Oz uh, showing up at Hinterlands tomorrow uh, with, with the puppet. And it's like the first episode of Black Mirror. He's like, do it. Go ahead. You said you'd do it. Like, okay. Uh, do it right do now.
1: It. This is awful. I I don't like it. Uh, I'm sorry that I went down this road. Um, ha- Hello, Fresh. How dare you mention Miss Piggy? Let's- <laughs> Hello, Fresh. Audrey and I had some. Uh, just recently, and I am not just, I'm not, I kid you not when I say that about half of the conversation was about how good the meal was. Um, and I got the healthy meal, and I think that a lot of times the barrier to making that kind of stuff is just the convenience, literally having it around. And I found that, you know, having these things meant that, uh, you know, instead of me having to think, like, what can I make? And my brain drifting to something uh, grosser, we instead had a nice, healthy meal.
2: So instead— I, and, Yeah. Oh, sorry, when you say? No, no, go on. I wanted to chime in and say that we also had uh, some uh, Fresh at here at uh, our non-Miss Biggie-affiliated house. And, uh, and it was also delicious. I got the family-friendly meals because I have two small children who are— not exactly adventuresome eaters, uh, but we had there were these like pork uh, tostadas, I think they were, and those were a huge hit with both me and the boys. And then also this really great macaroni and cheese that they had that the boys also really loved. And so I think if you got a family and you're you don't want to even have to think about what you're gonna make, uh, and you just want to have all the stuff there for you, go with Hello Fresh. They got it, the food's really good, and the and the ingredients were very fresh. And you know what they said to me? When I open them up? What? Nothing. They're food. But oh, okay. I felt like yeah, they were I mean, saying hello.
0: Oh, okay. imagined.
1: No, That's what you're leading us to. It's true. I chopped up some ginger. I'm like, this ginger is juicy. <laughs> not desiccated like the ginger I usually get at the store. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not go to... Like ginger, ginger Rogers, yeah. the <laughs>
2: mummified corpse of whom you dug up and put in your closet.
1: Not for well, eating. Uh, the recipe called for her, Elliot. Anyway, <laughs> go to HelloFresh.com slash flop65 and use code flop65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash flop65 and code flop65 for 65% off plus free shipping. We promise. That's a
2: huge discount. We promise
1: yep. no mummies remains included. Mm-hmm. Ellie, uh, Stuart, you have a, a message too. Or, uh, Elliot actually is oh going Elliot. to be doing a. Uh, I'll sorry. take
2: this. I'll take the jumbotrons on this one. That's right. We've got a jumbotron today, and the jumbotron says like this, and it doesn't really say again. Like it, I'm going to say it. It's not the jumbotron talking out loud. Yeah. This is me now. Uh-huh. The jumbotron through me says. Art Slice is a podcast that makes art history and sometimes color theory rowdy and accessible through storytelling, goofs, pantrymons, and real-world art insights. A good starting point is episode 17, featuring sculptor Maria Marchines, the wheel and a galley guy, Marcel Duchamp, and the work they made as a result of their semi-secret love affair. Art Slice. Subscribe on your pod player or go to artslicepod.com. And yeah, go and subscribe on your pod player or wherever you listen to podcasts, or go to artslicepod.com, and that's art slice. And you know me, I'm interested in anything Marcel Duchamp related. So, I think I'm going to listen. Nice.
3: Great. I'm Jesse Thorne. On the next Bullseye, our annual Halloween spectacular. We'll interview Anna Fabrega from Los Espookies, Monet Exchange from Drag Race, and the great RL Stein creator of Goosebumps. You know, I don't really get too deep into the real fears. It's a lot safer to do a dummy coming to life. That's on the next bullseye for MaximumFun.org and NPR. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and, frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say bazinga anymore. So, After you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy Brothers every week for My Brother, My Brother and Me.
0: Hey, Grease Monkeys. Welcome back to the Peach Pit Pit Stop, your one-stop spot for all things related to the Peach Pit and the Peach Pit After Dark. Tonight, I'm joined by two members of the Flophouse podcast. That's right, Dan McCoy, Elliot Kaling, podcast superstars. Thanks so much for joining me. Now, you guys are reviewers of media, okay? You guys review movies. I'm sure you guys also do some stuff on the side. What do you guys like to do? Do you guys do Letterboxd? Do you use Yelp? What's up? Do you like people's social media posts?
1: (laughs) I mean, occasionally I've been known to like a post. Or two, Stuart. Uh, what,
0: I, I feel um, like you're undercutting your own Letterbox account because I yeah, feel Dan, like you're you're, a contributor. you're very big on
2: Letterboxd. Letterbox, and also we've been known on on the Flophouse to talk tube with a certain two. Mm-hmm.
0: That's two true. Boy. We talk uh, we talk tube sometimes on the Flop House podcast. Uh, so what 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 do you like about? Uh, do you guys? Uh, I know that you do. Uh, you review things professionally, but do you get any joy out of doing it non-professionally? Uh, uh, I mean, I, as referenced before, I
1: mostly get joy out of non-professional things because professional <laughs> things always end up figuring out a way to to mess with you. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'm on Letterbox. Dan K. McCoy, like my Twitter, uh, letterbox.com dot Dank, Dank McCoy. McCoy. Yeah. Uh, I I log everything I see. I make a rule that I have to write something about every one of those things. Sometimes it's an actual review where I'm making interesting points. And sometimes it's just, uh, uh, you know, a joke or some personal thoughts and uh, is very short, but, uh, yeah, check it out.
0: Now as now as reviewers of pop culture and media. Can you think of a time when reviewing something has, uh, like recommending something to someone or viewing something favorably has come back and bit you on the ass? Hmm. Mm. Guess not. It happens to me thing? all the time when I recommend things to people and then they're like, hey, that movie you recommended, uh, it wasn't good. And I'm like, "Uh, no shit, you're an idiot. I recommended <laughs> good stuff. It's not my <laughs> fault you don't like good stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't have too many interactions like that. Uh, even if someone says they didn't like it, I'm
0: usually like, okay, that was your opinion. <laughs> yeah. I think uh-huh. the closest I came to that was when <laughs> No, you got to ago- be meaner to people, Elliot, I think.
2: I don't know. When many years ago, I recommended uh, the movie Hedwig and the Angry Inch to my mother. Uh-huh. And she told me, Afterwards she said, I couldn't finish it. That movie's for younger people. I love that. Yeah. And I, I was just left to unpack what that comment meant. Yeah, yeah. But
0: otherwise, uh, so it you're hasn't, like maybe next time, mom, you should try Spring Breakers. <laughs> 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 or kids. I mean, it's for kids, right? In the title. It says kids right there. Let's watch it. I mean, I
1: I feel like I uh yeah, I'm almost defiantly like Contrarian, sometimes uh, in what? L- w- 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 not in like an, an angry like troll on Twitter way, but like
0: with my letterbox reviews. Like I'm
2: more like a happy troll working a in a mine or as a black mine uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, mine troll, Where, A troll that has plenty of food. Like <laughs> if I'm reading <laughs> long, luxurious beard, what <laughs> I- the bearded <laughs> troll? <laughs>
1: Again, my letterbox is for myself. So I'm rating something on there. I rate it as uh, basically according to how much I enjoyed it and throw the ideas of objectivity out the window. And I figure, like, uh, if anyone's reading this is like me, they'll know, hey, I'm like that guy. I like that thing. Uh, but in real life, I'm almost, ter- I'm very terrified to recommend anything to anyone because I'm like, I don't know what you like. Whatever, man. <laughs> like, you figure it out. <laughs> You'll probably get a. That's how. You'll probably do better.
2: It's, I don't feel that way about movies, but I do feel that way about food. And I do yeah. have a very particular anxiety that I hate when someone is like, oh, yeah, well, why don't you just order for us? Mm. Or like, what's good here? And I do not like the idea of having to be responsible for what someone else is going to eat. That it just yeah. exciting. No, I, agree I don't want that I agree with you,
1: Audrey. Sometimes yeah. like, do I want this or do I want this? I'm like, I why <laughs> do I look like a waiter? Why <laughs> why have you gone beyond your own mind? <laughs> this question, there's mm-hmm. no one else who could possibly be more qualified to answer this question than yourself. True, yeah. You go, uh, let yeah. me ask
2: your tongue what it feels like. <laughs> Audrey's tongue, Uh, which would you prefer? Uh, I don't know, what do you think? Don't ask me, I'm not gonna eat oh,
0: it. See, that's the trouble,
1: indecisive tongue.
0: Do you ever feel like a question like that is just like, almost like a, like her her metaphorical hand is reaching out and saying, Dan, I want to have a conversation. No,
1: you know well <laughs> Stuart, you've you know right to the nub of the gist, I think that a lot of the interactions I previously got frustrated with I I learned like, oh wait, no, this is a, an effort to make a human connection yeah <laughs> and yeah. that yeah. I should try and Not indulge just to that solve problems rather than yeah. being a, a robot man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sometimes people ask questions just as a way of getting to mm-hmm. to thoughts, yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember I remember when I was a little kid, I uh I expressed like excitement about uh like a rock and roll band. I think it was Queen maybe. I think it was right around when Wayne's World came out and I was like, "Wow, music's cool." And I remember my dad making like a snarky comment about it and it immediately made me think like Oh, I will never express my interest in something again. <laughs> yeah,
2: that can be that can be a harsh thing at an early age, the, uh, especially
0: like from a stovetop learning. Don't worry, my, yeah. my issues with my dad are uh, are being extensively examined by me and my therapist. This really uh, is oh, that's
1: great. This really is flat House After Dark at this point. So you know, really, yeah. we're getting Guys, real. This is like Taylor Swift's "Midnights." You know, these are the conversations about we real. have. At midnight, it's twelve oh three here.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, twelve oh three. Speaking of getting real, not where I am. Nine oh three, still prime time, baby. <laughs> cool math. Um, how uh, how how am I doing as a host, guys? I mean, you're really keeping
1: us on point with with barbs like that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And there's a real there's a real steward's dad edge to that, to that. <laughs> yeah yeah. That's that's nice I learned it's it nice oh my game. god I learned it from watching you oh.
0: oh my god do you ever do things and you're like that's exactly like my fucking dad does yeah what, like everything from like little conversation things to like Like, a weird vocal tick where I'm like, I can't believe I say it like
1: that. (laughs) I mean, there are many times that I'm making, like, an expression with my face, and I'm basically imagining either my dad or my two older brothers. Like, I'm like, I probably look like this from the outside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, guys, we're talking about getting real. Let's get even more real. Hmm. Can we? Was it... Do you guys think it was a good idea to bring Spaghetti Jones back? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that, do people I do. remember him? Is there any like like Dan forgot he, he even existed? There's no I mean, fan I, art of Spaghetti Jones. <laughs> no, is there? he's
2: not a he's not a popular character, and also uh, the and uh, this was edited out by Alex. So of course the audience won't know this, but he had to be physically removed from the from the premises. <laughs> yeah, you know, He yeah. caused a lot of trouble, well, so it might have. <laughs> It might have been better if you had inter, it brought back one of our more popular yeah, get, uh, characters like uh, right. Old Lady Who Loves Tintin.
1: I'll say I'm fond of the character. I do think that maybe the implication that he's done horrible things was a term... <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't need to take.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I mean, maybe that. Unless you're setting up coming back breadcrumbs on. for later on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. This is all. This is all for for uh, okay. like several episodes later on the Peach Pit After
0: Dark. Yeah. Uh well, we're actually on the Peach Pit Pit Stop right now. Peach oh, Pit yeah, After yeah. Dark's a different uh, show. <laughs> That's right. uh, but speaking of new shows, hey, things not going your way. Welcome back to Life's the Pits, the review podcast covering the Peach Pit, Wait. a Flophouse review podcast. Joining us in the pit today are Dan McCoy and Elliot Kalen. So guys, has there been any drama on the flop house lately? Wait, which, where where are we? <laughs> I, th- I guess the last show ended and it's a new show we're now. We're in life, this is Life's the Pits.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I, guess, I mean, is there any drama? I, I guess <laughs> on the previous show we were on, we kind of got real, you know, and vulnerable. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in this in this peach pit programming block or this flop house discussion
0: programming block, uh, uh, on on what network is this? Uh, this is this this show is not on a network. Although it recommends people check out the Maximum Fun network. Maybe okay. at some point, Maximum Fun will decide to accept uh, Life's the Pits as a show for the <laughs> uh, for the network. Although it seems <laughs> weird because it's uh, a podcast that just focuses on reviewing other shows that review the flop house. Yeah. Um, So, guys, where will this end? Are we just going to watch Amityville in space again? (laughs) You think that we're somehow
1: uh, sort of like how if you leave matter infinitely, it will break down, but then eventually reform into, you know— Other shapes and eventually its original shape that somehow we're gonna have been
2: microdosing Dan. We're gonna circle
1: around to (laughs) Amityville again. (laughs) Like the infinite regress of this this bit will eventually turn into us watching that film.
0: So it's interesting that you talk about circles. (laughs) (laughs) No definitive answer to that, but
1: (laughs) I guess how could there be? (laughs)
2: <laughs> now, yeah, unless unless Stuart reveals himself to be a God or Q-like figure, mm-hmm. Q from Star Trek The Next Generation, not Q, the, the conspiracy character.
0: Sort of uh, the version of Kang
1: know. from Loki or something, yeah. It's interesting that you yeah. guys
0: bring up a God-like figure because... <laughs> Shatterass, the king's former seneschal turned rogue chronomancer, has kidnapped <laughs> your companion oh, never... Tanzer Silverview what? in his clock of ages at the peak of his shattered tower.
2: Wait a minute. What's going on?
0: Rain lashed down on you as you huddle in the lee of a rocky outcrop. <laughs> Elliot, of course, you'll be playing the role of Jeremy scale's Fang Battle. Dan, uh, you'll course. be playing the role of Lucian Buttwatcher. Sure. Dark forces gather above the tower. You only have 90 minutes to stop Shatterass from completing minutes. his ritual. <laughs> a ritual that Tanzer's well, noble exactly blood does, yeah. is a key component. How will you enter the Chronomancer's keep? So why don't you guys gather your dice? You're going to need at least one d20, uh. a couple of d6s, maybe a <laughs> Are d4. Are we supposed to uh, have those uh, on hand? Or? What if uh, we, I guess. What if we decide to take a long rest? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, take a long rest in, in the, I mean, in the. you're going to want to take a short rest. You only have 90 minutes to no, prevent I know. the ritual. Well, I'm kind ritual. Of
1: hoping that, you know, the circumstances will take care of
2: themselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you think Tanzer's going
0: to free himself? I like this plan. He's
2: thinking globally, but he's acting locally, <laughs> by which he means just a couple inches around him at
0: the moment. Yeah, sort of mm-hmm.
1: hyper-locally, where I just yeah. think about my own concerns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it sounds like it sounds like you're not prepared to complete this flop tale so I think we might have to save this for another future Flophouse Mini please so for <laughs> so for Life's the Pits the Peach Pit Pit Stop and the Peach Pit After Dark I've been Stuart Wellington and I've been Joined by my two pals, L.A. Kalen and Dan McCoy, we are representatives of the Flophouse Podcast, <laughs> a great podcast that's on the Maximum Fun Network of Podcasts. Uh-huh. There's plenty of other good podcasts, arguably some as complicated as this one. Uh, in addition, our this podcast is going to be heavily edited and hopefully juiced up by Alexander Smith, who has done plenty of great work for us. You can find him at Howell Doughty on various social media. He also does a great podcast called... A uh, fast track of which we are going to be guests on, I think, probably around the same time this episode drops. If you want to hear the spookiest, scariest song in the universe. Sexiest, check- spookiest, scariest yeah. song. <laughs> I mean, I felt that went without saying, but I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks again, guys. Do uh, you have anything else to plug?
1: Uh, the next iteration of this show, whatever it may be, I plug it. Now, I future plugin.
0: Bye, Tails. Find clues and talk to Stu. Not ponytails or some kind of bird <laughs> tails.
2: Maximum Fun.org.